BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Let's talk NBA. I want to start probably not in the logical place, not at the top, but I want to start with the Phoenix Suns because in many ways they're the most interesting in terms of, because we're, we're not quite at the quarter pole in the NBA regular season, but as we can project towards the postseason as best as we can because the Suns are in this glut, right, in this tier in the middle of the Western Conference playoff race where they could end up as a play-in team, they could end up, you know, as a playoff team and not have to go through the play-in. But at some point, they're going to play the teams at the top, let's say. Let's just go with the exercise. How do you price this team, given that we haven't seen the big three play together in volume? Uh, and then given the other part that would, it sort of makes us think about the Brooklyn Nets big three that also included KD just a year ago, right? That's a, good, it's a perfectly uh, fair uh, analog. And um, I, right now, I'm actually uh, kind of decently staked on uh, Suns to miss the playoffs. Um, I think it wow. is very well within the scope of possible. And like, here's here's the only reason I'm really doing it is because we had a situation in the second round of the playoffs last year where the Suns were road favorites in this, to win the series against the Nuggets in round two. And it didn't make sense. Uh, like the amount of respect that the market gives, uh, you know, a team like the Suns, who are, in my opinion, fatally flawed defensively, uh, and who are just in general talent poor outside of the top players, um, they still get enormous amount of respect in the series market and the futures market because of having KD, who people look at it. Well, he's the best player in the series, so we got to actually give them, you know, realistic consideration to win here. Well. And we're kind of out of that phase, in my opinion, of NFL, excuse me, of NBA playoff series being determined by the best player. Like, you know, these teams that are good, that are winning, 
uh, they're so complete and they have so many different ways they can hurt you offensively. Uh, and yes, as you go deeper into a series, it, it becomes more of an isolation game. Yes. As you go, uh, you know, deeper into the playoffs and, you know, teams are, are scouting you more effectively and having the answers more quickly in the series than you know, having a guy like KD who can create an unstoppable shot at the end of a series at the end of a game that matters. Sure if you're even there, but I don't know that the Suns are ever going to be there because they just have some pretty clear and obvious flaws. And we haven't even gotten into the point that their schedule between now and the end of the season is an absolute murderer's row. Hardest they in the league. Hardest in the hardest league. In league. Yeah. And not, and, you know, and, and like sometimes hardest in the league is like a point or two harder than the next hardest. This is like, yes. they're like, they well clear of number two here. They're going to be number one with a bullet for like the entire month of March. They got two games against the Celtics, two against the Thunder, two against the Timberwolves, two against the Nuggets. Like, and I don't know if you've been watching uh, any of Thunder, uh, Timberwolves or Nuggets basketball, but these teams all care a lot. Like they are trying hard to win uh, and get that one seed in the West now. So the likelihood that you're going to catch any of those guys uh, you know, with the night where they're taking off, I think is pretty low. Um, and so you're going to have a number of games where you're not at, you're at a disadvantage and you, uh, we already know you're at a disadvantage talent wise that they're going to need some luck to get in, you know, anything uh, close to a top six seed in a West where, you know, Pelicans aren't going anywhere. Uh, the the you know, Mavericks aren't going anywhere. Uh, the uh, the Kings seem to you know have a couple of flubs like last night, obviously, uh, but still are you know a team that plays winning basketball and has a much easier schedule than you. Uh, and you know, I think you're probably going to be in that mix with the Lakers and the Warriors for the seven and eight seed. And if you're going to tell me that the Suns are that likely to win a one V one against both the Lakers and the Warriors back to back, I I don't know. I kind of want to call BS. I, I just think this is a team that has too many flaws and the Bradley Beal move was, you know, it was kind of a fine buy low. I thought at the time Beal had that no trade clause, which made it impossible for really any other team to get him. Um, but he's clearly not healthy. Like he has got some serious issues going on health wise now that may need an entire off season before he's ever right. So I would not hold your breath and hope that, uh, you know, the savior of Bradley Beal coming, uh, is uh, going to mean much to the Suns team. And, you know, like I said, the Suns issues kind of come more with uh, players four through seven anyway. And uh, and then structurally with just their point of attack defense being a huge question mark. So, okay, so um, but yeah, count me out on the Suns. Not, not, not to interrupt, though, because okay, you have them to miss. By the way, what price do you have them to miss? Mind it, what did you say again? Uh, I think my, my average in is like plus 280. Plus 280. Okay, but let's say hypothetically they get in yeah, and let's yeah. say uh, let's say it's a first round. It could be a second round match. Let's say it's a first round yeah. matchup. Let's say it's the seven seeded, you know, the seventh seed Suns uh, against the number two seeded Thunder. Oh, or God. what is that price going to be on that series? Like I just want something that we it's can. Gonna be, it's it's going to be, be wrong, wrong right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, and that's the point. I want to yeah. know something we can exploit because it's going to be way off, right? Yeah. Well, actually, and I thank you for taking it back here. So I was licking my chops when the Suns were kind of in the five and I'm like, oh man, they're going to get a great matchup where they're going to be clearly the worst team in round one. And we're going to be able to just bombs away against them. And then I'm like, wait, well, what if they, what if they fought? What if they slide into the play? What if they slide out of the playoffs? Like some of my, some of my betting no is panic move that we may not get another opportunity to fade these guys. If the series happened today, what's your fair price on it? 
Yeah, th thank you for bringing this back up because I got to correct the record. I said 280, I thought was my average in. I actually in at 380, and it's a stake that's a lot smaller than I thought. So I have a very, very small stake at 380 on the Suns to miss the playoffs. And it was a panic stake because I was, I'm nervous that we're not going to get to fade them in the playoffs. My fare in a series between the Thunder and the Suns would be like almost like it, it would be absurd. I'm at Thunder minus 220, and I'm thinking you're going to get a price that's closer to like a pick them. And people are going to be like, can't wait to fade the thunder round one. And yeah. I'm going to be like, well, I'm going to lose a lot of money on these kids because I have them as much better than the Suns right now. Yeah. What, what are the teams that you have the most off market, either to the positive or to the negative by your, well, numbers? for game for game by game stuff, I'm not off on the thunder by much, but when yeah. you kind of then turn that into a, Hey, let's take this rating and let's make it a playoff series price. That's when you I get totally divorced from, uh, the futures market on these guys, like the Thunder being eight to one to win the Western Conference when the Clippers are two fifty and the Nuggets are two fifty is, is no kind sense. of insane. Yeah, like that implies a meaningful difference in how you rate those teams. And like as far as a regular season rating goes, like I have very little difference between the Thunder Nuggets Clippers. Uh, I had the Thunder at minus two and a half against the Clippers coming out of the break, um, and the game line was minus two, so it wasn't far off. But I know I'm high on the Clippers, so I bet the Thunder that day. Um, and ultimately I think you, you know, you have a very, very clear signal that the Thunder are going to continue to press and win in this regular season stretch here. And, um, yeah, if you want to doubt them, go for it. Um, but, uh, I'm excited to bet them in the playoffs considering you, you're going to get a matchup against a team like the Suns or the Lakers or the Warriors. Uh, and you're going to get a, 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 you know, there's going to be a premium on the, the star player on the other team, uh, pushing, you know, and, and in general, people excited to fade the thunder in their first ever playoff run and like, okay, yeah, maybe like if the, 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 the inexperience will matter at some point for the thunder in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not like this team's clearly going to win the title. Like, no, they're probably not like they're going to stumble. They're going to stub their toe at some point. Like they're extremely talented. And like the, the, the early, early series uh, answers to the questions are all there for them right now. The way that they're playing their, the, their defense, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, top five in the NBA, the, the thunder and the Celtics right now are the only two teams with the top five offense and defense. And it's not fluky. The defense for the thunder is um, it's phenomenally challenging for teams to solve. And so it will take any team to ultimately oust them in the playoffs is going to take six, seven games, because you're going to have to solve exactly how to, uh, you know, to get your offense going against a, a very long switchable defense with a very good point of attack defender in Lou Dort. So it's, uh, it's going to be tough for a team to oust these guys. Um, that said, you know, Dagonel has never gone through this before. And uh, you have a lot of young players who have a potential to kind of, you know, lo lose it a little bit in the moment. Um, and you have some vets like Lou Dort who could shoot you out of a game if they decide, hey, I'm the guy with the experience. I need to be taking 10 shots tonight. Right. Like there's there's definitely some of that that could come around. Um, and there's some of the, uh, you know, the set pieces and the game stuff that you've seen already this season where you've been like, wow, really, that's that's your best option. That's going to be a problem in the playoffs. So, you know, the Thunder are, are a slightly flawed team, but not fatally flawed like the likes of the Suns. Andrew, over under one and a half awards, the uh, the uh, Thunder bring home. I'm going over right now. Uh, I think Dagonal is pretty much a wrap. And then one other award coming from the likes of MVP is be, would be the most likely. Uh, you know, Jalen Williams stealing most improved is, is on the table. Uh, and uh, I doubt uh, they're going to get anyone in the mix for a uh, defensive player or a rookie right now. Those two seem to be pretty fairly uh, well decided. Um, but uh, you never know with uh, you know, how clutch player of the year breaks. But, um, you know, the half is 
saying that there's going to be more than a 50% chance that that uh, Shea wins MVP or Jalen steals MIP, and I think that's uh, that's a bet to the yes. Okay, rapid fire, Drew. Got a bunch here. Uh, last year's finalists, the Heat in the East, the Nuggets obviously defending champions in the West. To what degree is either or both teams playing possum here? And is it enough for you to want to trigger a bet on either in any way? It, the Nuggets seem to be, you know, have a little bit less of the um, uh, stink on them <laughs> that the Heat do. The Heat don't, don't seem to be playing possum to me. They seem to be uh, a little bit in trouble. Um, the Nuggets, I don't think, are in trouble at all. Uh, and I think the swoon that you saw from them on the way into the All-Star break, they, they pretty clearly came out of the break with purpose. Uh, they're playing very good basketball. Um, and I think ultimately, uh, you know, the Nuggets have to be very, very considered very, very likely to, to repeat here. Um, the Nuggets are almost, I, I guess, really the entire finals breakdown comes to like, can anyone realistically challenge the Celtics in the East? And if you think that answer is no, which at this point in time, I am kind of in that camp, uh, then all of the futures market is trying to figure out, well, who among these teams in the West has the, the, the greatest likelihood of getting there? And then how does that team match up with the Celtics? And I think the Nuggets match up with the Celtics fairly well. Like there's definitely nobody uh, who can realistically, you know, match up with uh, Jokic in that one. So the Celtics are just going to have to outscore them, uh, which is possible if Michael Porter Jr. is not playing good basketball, if if uh, Murray is, you know, is, is in any way a step slow, uh, if they're worn from, you know, having to go through a much tougher Western pat conference path in the Celtics, then, uh, you know, it may not be worthy uh, getting involved in any of, you know, in the, in that price at five to one. But um, I do think the Nuggets are a problem. Uh, I would put them in the top tier of, of teams to win the uh, NBA finals. And uh, for me, at least right now, the Heat, they kind of fill a role of could they shock a two or a three seed as the six or seven? Absolutely. Uh, but do I think they have another run in them to the finals? I would say very unlikely. Boy, that'll that'll be awkward if that happens again, if they start upsetting teams in the playoffs. All right, really rapid fire now, Drew. Come on now. Uh, sure. Favorite division bet that's out there? Favorite make-miss playoffs, if you have either of those? Yeah, uh, division bet is the the uh, magic to win the Southeast. Their schedule is substantially easier than the Heat between now. Uh, actually, not really substantially easier than the Heat, but it's the easiest in the NBA. Uh, and realistically, I think uh, even though they don't hold the tiebreaker against the the Heat, the uh, the Magic can still get that uh, across the finish line. Uh, and then make miss playoffs. Um, I think those markets are pretty fairly priced, other than the Suns potentially falling out because of their difficult schedule. So I'll stick with the Suns in the uh, plus. I think that's like in the plus three fifty range right now. Yep. Uh, and I still think that's a fair play. Bets you've made in the NBA tonight. Ooh, uh, I bet the Pels at two and a half. That's up to three and a half, which I think is speculation that there's going to be some New York Knicks who get the night off. Uh, likely to see Zion Williamson. Uh, that total is kind of worth zeroing in on. 219 is awfully low for a team in the uh, in the Pelicans who are missing their two-point of attack defenders in uh, Dyson and Alvarado. So uh, that one's going to be a higher scoring affair. I like the over in that one better than I like lane three and a half now that it's moved. Uh, I played the four and a half with the, uh, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Mavs. Uh, tricky handicap there, but uh, Cavaliers look to have kind of snapped a little bit out of the funk uh, that they, the cold water of the all-star breakthrough on them. Uh, and I think they match up well against the Dallas team right now and uh, should be able to win that one with margin. Uh, and then maybe the most interesting handicap of the night is Jazz uh, versus the Hawks. Hawks without Trey Young. 
uh, getting a little respect still. Uh, I don't buy that at all. I think the uh, the Jazz win that game. I played them on the money line plus money. All right, 30 seconds, last 30 seconds. I mentioned this to Kelly earlier. This might turn out to be my crusade here. Defensive player of the year, which is the award market no one wants to talk about. They're like, it's go, Bear. It's over. Can we just admit it's a team award? Because if you put <laughs> Wembanyama on the Wolves and you put sure. Gobert on the Spurs, isn't Wembanyama a, Wembanyama a bajillion, like minus a yeah. bajillion, way greater yeah, sure. than it, Gobert is, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, and I think uh, it's a team award in that uh, if you have a team, first of all, you're not winning the award unless your team defense is top five, period, end of story. That has ruled out other good candidates in years past. Uh, the fact that the Wolves are number one and that they are number one with huge margin uh, is really what makes that a, a done deal for Rudy Gobert. Because Wembanyama, man, just based on it's the numbers. Good. yeah. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.